miserable little bag of puke. Nag, 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 nag. But unlike some people, I have a heart, goddammit. You're listening to the dirtiest motherfucker in Texas. Let me clear my throat! On Fat Guy Loves Cake. Hey, cool cats, and welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Hi, welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake, your favorite podcast, or it should be anyway. It is February the 7th, 2022. Coming up on that Valentine's Day, whoop de fucking do Hope you all had a good weekend. Had a very good weekend. I know I did. I had a great weekend. I did nothing except sleep. Sleep is the best, man. Had a huge jump in subscribers over the weekend. I don't know why. I didn't do anything, but I welcome it. So thank you, new people. Just coming on to Fat Guy Loves Cake. It is so good to have you here. I'm Joey. I will be with you every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, bright and early in the morning. So what are we going to talk about today on Fat Guy Loves Cake? Oh, I have a wonderfully scripted show for you. This is a hot button issue. We're going to talk about racism, and we're going to talk about Republicans and Democrats, and we're going to... No, I'm just fucking kidding. Fuck that. I don't talk about politics on my show. You want politics? Go watch Fox News or CNN. No. I talk about cool stuff, man. I want to talk about the 80s today. I want to talk about how the 80s was the greatest decade of all time. And there will never be a decade as great as the 80s. Never. Never, never, never. We've had some cool times in America, okay? And you can go by the decade. You know, if you start from the beginning of the 20th century, I mean, not a great decades, but they're defined by what they were. You know, you had um, the Depression, and you had Prohibition, you had... The First World War, you had the Second World War, okay, so maybe those weren't like the great two decades, but then you had the 50s, you had wholesome America, white, pasty, fucking wholesome America, the 60s, you had hippies, man, the 70s, you had disco and butterfly collars and bell bottoms, but then there was the 80s. And there hasn't been a cool era since. I don't care what anyone says. Yes, I agree that the 90s was a fantastic time in America for music. However, for fashion, it was absolutely tragic. Okay? Need I remind you of cross colors? Do you know what cross colors are? If you don't, go Google cross colors. Take a look at that wild fashion that was so popular by the... That was obviously some sort of black exploitation by the fashion industry on African Americans because it's fucking hideous. And crisscross, I'll make you jump, jump. Remember that shit? Two ten-year-olds wearing their drawers on backwards, saying "miggity miggity 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 mac." Eh, eh. No, no. Uh-uh. The '90s had some stellar fucking alternative music come out. It was a benchmark for how music should be played. Always will be. My favorite era of music will be the 90s. I'm sorry, 80s. But the 90s is significantly better. The 80s is very near and dear to me, but when it comes to alternative and rock and roll, man, the 90s just fucking killed it. But the fashion, oh man, the fashion was just so bad. So bad, so bad. I was arguing with a friend of mine the other day. I was about this very thing. 
I was dogging on the 90s for how tragic the fashion is. And she was saying, well, what about the fucking 80s? Well, yeah, I know. But see, that's what made the 80s so great is how awfully good the fashion was. The 90s was just awful. I mean, need I say more than Cavaricis, Z Cavaricis? Oh, my God. The most hideous, horrible fucking pants ever. And for some reason, it was like, I swear to God, with the fashion industry, all they have to do is just be like, well, these pants are $200, and you want to wear them because that only the fucking cool people do, and if you don't have them, you're not cool. And then everyone goes, yes, master. Yes, Mr. Ralph Lauren, tell me what to wear. It's ridiculous, man. I mean, when we wore, like, we wore crazy pants in the 80s when we were skateboarding. They were big. They were huge, huge pants. But that was the thing. They were invented by skateboarders to be these really big, big pants because we needed the freedom of our legs. And most of us had really tiny little bird legs. So we needed them to be hidden. We needed to look bigger. We were scrawny skate rats. There was an actual reason for that. Now, what was the reason that Cavarici had three goddamn zippers and two belts? God, those pants were fucking horrible. What else was in the 90s? I have tried so hard to forget that decade. As well as it started off with the music, it just ended tragically for everyone. And then everything got electronic, and music has just been shite ever since. Like, punk rock died in the 90s. But the 80s, let me tell you about the 80s. Let me tell you how wonderful it was. It was so fucking cool, man. Things like parachute pants. Kids today will never understand how cool parachute pants were. And I know parachute pants are nothing but, like, tracksuit pants with, like, tons of zippers on them. But fuck you, they were cool. Swish, 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 swish. I wore the same parachute pants for like two years in the 80s. I don't even, somebody's got to bring those back, man. Let me explain something else to you. Parachute pants weren't just cool because they were parachute pants. They were cool because they were part of a bigger picture. And that was breakdancing. Breakdancing came on. I took a breakdancing class when I was like 10. I'm not fucking joking. I had come to see my grandmother in Victoria, and I took a breakdancing class at this huge hall, or whatever you want to call it, you know, like the giant dance hall. I signed up for breakdancing class, and it was in this place that was the size of a fucking auditorium in a high school. Wooden floors, like a skate, like a roller skating rink. And I thought I was going to be like one of the only people that was going. No, this was hundreds of kids had signed up for this. And they put us all on one side of the place. They said, okay, everybody line up on the wall. Okay, no, moonwalk to the other side. <laughs> and that's literally what we did. Hundreds of kids moonwalked from one side of the auditorium to the other so they could judge us on our breakdancing skill. <laughs> I don't think I learned jack shit. But still, man, I was obsessed with breakdancing. Dude, you get it. Like, your parents buy something and it comes in a giant cardboard box. You're fucking set, man. That cardboard is all you need. Right? You fold that shit up. I know probably a lot of people are like, what the fuck are you talking about cardboard? No, look, cardboard was what you broke danced on. <laughs> you couldn't... You couldn't break dance on concrete. You can't spin. You needed cardboard so you could spin. You needed to be able to slide. So you take your refrigerator box, you fold it up, carry it under your arm, and in your left arm, you've got this insanely large boom box that you're holding right up to your ear 
It's cranking tunes. You know the tunes. Those fucking awesome 80s sounding breakdancing tunes. Like, top that. <laughs> like the soundtrack from Teen Witch. And you, you know, you're cool. You got your parachute pants. You got your boombox. You got your cardboard. You got bandanas on everything. You got them around your wrist. You got them around your thigh. You got them around your head. You got fingerless fucking gloves, son. You got leather fingerless gloves with little pyramid spikes on them. Boy, you are the shit right now in the 1980s. You are the fucking man. So you need to go somewhere public. Go to the grocery store. Lay that cardboard out. Put your boombox down. Put some fresh funky beats on. And you start backspinning on that cardboard. Start doing the worm. Do some shit with your arms. Doing the wave. Doing the robot. Yeah, that's right. And anybody could do that shit. It was the shit. 1980s, baby. If you haven't had the pleasure of seeing Breakin, B-R-E-A-K-I-N, Breakin, it's a movie about breakdancing. Go find it. Go watch it. And the not-so-great follow-up, Breakin 2, Electric Boogaloo. You can't tell me the 80s wasn't the best. That is one single thing about the 80s. Need I go on? Oh, I'm gonna go on. Ghostbusters. The shit. One of the greatest 80s movies ever. And 80s movies always came with killer songs, man. I mean, who are you going to call? You cannot say that without somebody going, Ghostbusters, and now they're bringing it back. Which, by the way, I already said in a previous show, Ghostbusters Afterlife was amazing. But I mean, I ain't afraid of no ghost. Dude, classic. Classic. Indiana Jones. E.T. Pac-Man fever, arcades. Oh, arcades will never exist again. I, there was an arcade right next to my mother's shop. My mother has this haircutting shop, and there once was an arcade there to the to the left of it. And in Austin, there used to be these insane arcades. Like there was Einstein's, and it had all the classics. Couldn't wait to go to arcades, man. Just pumped those motherfuckers full of quarters. Love the arcade. The fashion is insane. Watch watch Vacation. Watch European Vacation. Watch any vacation. They're all incredible. But the styles, man, it changed so much. We rolled up our jeans. Guys, 80s kids, Generation X, do you remember rolling up your jeans, but you folded them and then rolled them up? You folded your guess jeans. Oh, my God, guess. Guess was like the shit when I was growing up. You had the green triangles for boys, the red triangles for the girls. You folded up your, your guest jeans. First, you'd, you'd pull it over, and then you'd roll them up. So stupid looking. Over your K-Swiss shoes, or Keds for the girls, or jellies. Oh, my God, you remember jellies? Fucking jellies? There was a time when, like, chicks didn't wear anything else. It was jellies, and then it was Keds. Oh, and once the Keds took over, if you wore jellies, you weren't cool. To really keep up with the fashion, it was like fast paced. Fashion could change overnight. I think most women will agree that when they look back on their pictures from the 80s, no matter what age, if they were alive in the 80s, look back at your school pictures, you are going to have bangs that are three feet high, that are <laughs> that are filled with some kind of heavy duty spooge, a la there's something about Mary. Bangs for days, up in the air, giant lion's mane hair, hair spray, teased, fucking A, man. 
know what's really terrible is that some of the most beautiful women existed in the 80s, and they lost about 50% of their beauty due to bad hair and bad fashion. Those bangs. Whew, man. Picture day? <laughs> Picture day alone put a fucking hole in the ozone from the chlorofluorocarbons coming out of hairspray in my school alone probably sent the whole global warming thing in motion. <laughs> and skateboarding. Skateboarding was just becoming a thing. Now, I know that the history of skateboarding starts in the 60s, but like the true, legit, financially backed version of skateboarding came about in the 80s where where companies had money and sponsorships were real. You know, you didn't have to make your own skateboard. I mean, not that I ever did. I'm, I'm talking like a long, long time ago. But skateboards, skateboarding in the 80s became legit, and you could actually make a living doing it, but it still wasn't mainstream, and that's what was so awesome about it. It gave a lot of, um, it gave a lot of people who didn't belong a place to go. Kind of like how real gangs work, except without all the shooting and shit. You know, like, a lot of people join gangs because, like, they just they have bad home lives, and they don't have any friends. Okay, well, skateboarding was like the same thing, but with a positive outcome. You had a bunch of kids who didn't fit in anywhere, came from shit homes, and we all found common ground, and that was skateboarding. And it was cool, man. You know, you didn't you didn't have to have anything in common. You just had to love skateboarding. That was it. We didn't. It didn't matter. If we we had white, black, Hispanic, and this is a very very white community. But if there are any black kids, they were in. They were with the skaters. Hispanic kids with the skaters. It was cool, man. We never saw a race, and that's funny because we were the outcasts in school as the skate rats. We were definitely the ones we were picked on. We were fucked with. I mean, not for very long because we whooped your ass. Everyone always saw us as like, oh, they're the ones that won't succeed. They're the ones who will be in trouble with the law. And they're the, you know, and it was like, no, dude, I ran into so many people after high school, like the ones, you know, the, the good kids of doing air quotes here, the good, clean cut white kids with blonde hair that had football scholarships, go state. Every one of those motherfuckers I ran into after high school had felony charges, moved back in with their fucking rich parents, were on probation, were on parole, were in prison, were dead from drug overdoses. And then everyone in the skate rat group, some of the smartest motherfuckers you'd ever meet. I know half the people I went to school with have master's degrees. Don't judge a book, right? But skating was, man, I mean, you lived it, you breathed it. And Tony Hawk, man, he made it. He is the one who seriously, he became a household name for a reason. Because he was that good. And because he made skateboarding something that was common in America. It wasn't just an exclusive group anymore. I'm okay with that because the more people that skate, the more pro skaters you have to watch who come up with these insane, gnarly tricks that had never been thought of before. I've never had a problem with skateboarding being mainstream. That'd be like me having a problem with like hockey being mainstream. Like uh, all these people that go to the games now are posers. No, that's it should be shared and enjoyed by anyone who wants to. It's a great thing to do. Skateboarding uh, used to be like skateboarding was a crime, you know, and you could really get in a lot of trouble for doing it. But the truth is, man, it's a sport and it's an activity. It's one, man, you want to talk about being in fucking shape. Dude, we used to skate 
all day long in 110 degree weather in Houston, Texas, all day. So soaked in sweat, stinking so bad. What else would have ever gotten me to leave my house to do something like that? What, I was like, to go play golf? Yeah, I love it now, but I'm also old. It's kind of like a rite of passage, you know? Once you become 40, you have to take up golf. If not for the game, at least for the drinking and getting away from your wife. <laughs> just love the 80s. All the bands. New wave. New wave! Oh, man. You could just go, like, go to YouTube and say 80s playlist, and then it'll have, like, hundreds and hundreds of videos that'll just autoplay. You won't find one bad song on there. Not one. If I did, like, uh, the aughts, give me a 2000 playlist, I guarantee you I wouldn't make it through but maybe five of the 200 songs that it picked for me. Like, this, this shit that they play at the skating rink, and I am not, do not accuse me of sounding like an old man. Because I'm telling you, as a musician, I'm hip, I'm with it. I know good music. A hit is a hit, okay? I've listened to everything from fucking black metal to punk rock to hip-hop to, you know... I have, like, I'm a big fan of Britney Spears, so suck it, okay? You can't say that I have music bias, okay? But the music that they play at the roller skating rink, you know, Raymond went and collected this, like, like, oh, it's what the kids like. And let me first start off by saying, just because kids like it doesn't mean it's good. Just because it's popular doesn't mean it's good. Kids are stupid, okay? I cannot stress hard enough to you that kids are fucking morons. They are stupid, and they are impressionable. That's why when... You know, Joe C. Butlick and MC Aswad get together with Katy Perry and they do a fucking song and it's supposed to be some sort of big hit and it's played all the fucking time and crammed down your throat. Just because the kids are listening to it doesn't mean that it's good. It's anything but. Kids are idiots. That's why big kids have to take care of them. Us. Otherwise, they do stupider shit. If kids ruled the world, everybody would walk around sounding like T-Pain. All the music that gets played at the roller skating rink is such trash. Every now and then, a good song. Okay, I've said enough about today's music. I'm concentrating on the 80s. The 80s is what I was talking about. It's what I'm going to stick to. Oh, I missed the skate rats, man. We didn't know anything. We were like these amalgams of like punk rock, skate rat, and surfer. I was like, Rod. You know, you didn't say Rad. I mean, we said Rad, but we didn't say Rad. We said Rod. That's Rod, dude. That's totally Rod. That was the name of a movie in the 80s, by the way. Rad. About biking. BMXing. Rod. <laughs> what you think of that Ollie, dude? It's Rod, brah. I remember all the older kids skateboarded, so we looked up to them. But they were trash. My generation of skateboarders, no. We, we were legit. But those older ones, they were trash. They were scumbags. I can't believe... My mom let one of them babysit me one time. I'll never forget. He had this girlfriend. I was like 12. And he was like... You know, he was so fucking SoCal. You know, he had like the rat tail. And the vans with his socks pulled up. And he basically looked like Rodney Mullen did in the 80s. And oh, he was such a fucking douchebag. But they... Him and his girlfriend, who I thought was hot, she had these, she had huge boobs, and I so wanted her. Like, my hormones were just starting to kick in, and I was like, yeah, babysit me, baby. <laughs> this guy was such a dildo. Like, we played Clue, 
and she'd always win, and he'd fucking throw a fit, you know, like he'd, he'd take the fucking game board, and like, she'd win every time, she was smart, you know, oh, Colonel Mustard in the ass with the pipe, and he'd get up, fuck this, and he'd throw the game board, that's another thing about games, like board games, which board games rule, but if you ever want to find out, like, who you know sucks, and is a competitive jerk-off, play a, play a board game with your friends, you know, you don't, you don't play Monopoly, you play which one of my friends is a competitive asshole. So, yeah. I did love when he got mad, though, because they'd have a fight. She'd be like, what What are you getting mad about? And I'd be like, yeah, you know. I'd be like, yeah, maybe they'll break up and I'll get some babysitter boob. Spoiler alert, I did not. The 80s. Man, the 80s was awesome. New Coke. <laughs> Fucking New Coke. If you don't know, I'm not going to tell you. So I just found out that I have prosopagnosia, which is uh, essentially face blindness. I, I've always suspected as such, but I now have an actual diagnosis of it. If you're not familiar with it, it's a disorder where I can't recognize people by their faces. And I've always thought that I had that problem because every time that I run into someone that I haven't seen in a long time, if they change their hair or the way they dress, I don't know who they are. And in my mind, like when I have memories, I can't see faces of the people that are in my memories. Isn't that odd? <laughs> I'd be thinking like, like if a white person was to say that all black people look the same, it would be like a complete, like, you know, black people are going to freak the fuck out, right? And I've always been like, well, I think everyone looks the same. Because the thing is, is with human beings, you only have so many ways that you can sculpt the same fucking face over and over. You can change the nose, the lips the cheekbones, the jaw. When it comes down to it, man, you're talking about making billions and billions of the same thing look different. And that's impossible. That's why we have doppelgangers. And now on top of that, I have fucking face blindness. I can't tell you how many times I have ran into people and they recognize me from fucking grade school. And I'm like, who are you? And they have all these memories with me. And I'm like, I don't, I, I don't know who you are. But if someone shows up to my house and they've changed something drastically about themselves, chances are it will take me a while to remember who you are. Isn't that frightening? Like, right now I am trying to think of people that I know really well and I can't, I can't see them. And this is like a, they say like one in, I don't know, what was it that I read? One in like 500 people have this? I took a test and they show you... A person's face and then they show you like 15 pictures and some of the, like up to three of them are the person you're looking for and I fucking I got one I did four questions where I had to pick the person in the picture out of the 15 next to it there was so you get what I'm saying there's like three people out of the 15 match the first picture in the first question that I'm looking at and I got one and then I got one, and then I got one, and then I got none. So out of a potential 12 matching faces, I got three. And I still didn't even think those were right. I really just blindly guessed. Isn't that a crazy condition to have? You know, people, if I ever be like, well, what do you look like? Well, you, you look like a black guy. You know, they all look the same to me. Oh, what the fuck? No, 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 man, seriously. Seriously. They, they all look the same to me. Not, not, not black people, like all people. 
dude, that's fucked up. You can't say that. You can't say all black people look the same. But they do to me. Well, why? Because you're fucking racist, huh? No, white people look the fucking same to me, too. Everybody looks the fucking same. Please leave me alone. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. So, um, yeah. This is why you'll never be able to go back and listen to any of my podcasts and hear how I talked about how much I love the Aryan Nation and all that shit. Well, actually, I just said it, so if anybody were to mix that around, they could make it sound like I said that. But you see what I'm saying? Like, you won't go back on any of my podcasts. You won't find me talking about how I dislike any race or I'm prejudiced or I'm sexist or anything like that because I'm not. You're not going to catch me with fucking skeletons in my closet. You may catch me being an asshole. You may catch me being highly opinionated. See, people don't think. Well, I've said this before, man. There ought to be an app for this. An app that, like, won't let you post something until you've had time to think. You know? Like, you're not going to... You should not be able to get on your phone onto Twitter and go, you know what, fuck the Chinese, and then hit post. No, it should lock your phone for 30 minutes and go, all right, then you're going to take a timeout. And if in 30 minutes you still want to write fuck the Chinese, I'll let you. But I need you to think about it. Don't, wouldn't that be great? Celebrities. Like, how could so many famous people have not learned by now? Like, yes, we all have thoughts. But you don't fucking express them to the entire world. Especially when you are followed by 1.1 million people on Twitter. You, can, you don't have the right to have those opinions anymore. Not if you want to be famous. I'm sorry. I, and I agree. Once you become someone that anyone can look up to, you automatically are not allowed to have those thoughts. If inside your little brain you want to fucking be racist, fine. But I wouldn't share it with anyone. Not even people you're close to. And damn sure don't put it on the internet. Bad idea. Very, very, very bad idea. It's like overnight, dude. You worked... Think about being an actor. You go to Hollywood. You drink, You take your VW bus and you go to fucking Hollywood. You wait tables for 10 years. You finally get your break. Now you're making $5 million a film. And then one night you just get on, you get on your Twitter and you're like, you know, I think Hitler had some great ideas. No. No. And then you're done, man. That's it. No one wants to touch you. Oh, unless you're LeBron James. For some reason, he can say whatever the fuck he wants. That's, that guy is just fucking walking verbal diarrhea. Anything he says, people are just like, well, let's just like pretend he didn't say it, you know? But then like a guy in the NBA that makes half of what he does, scores half the points he does, says anything remotely, sort of, semi, just kind of racist or prejudiced. Oh, he's done. He's blacklisted. He'll never work again. You can see him fucking delivering pizzas in a year from now. I won't get started on woke culture. Not this episode. Because I gotta wrap this up. So we're gonna end on a happy note, man. And that is the 80s that I was talking about previously. Listen, get if you got it, get out there this weekend. Break out those fucking parachute pants. And your vans. And your, your mesh fucking see-through shirt. Sleeveless. And your fingerless gloves. Find you some cardboard. Get out there and fucking backspin, man. Do it. Keep the 80s alive, man. Alive and kicking. So that's going to do it for your Monday morning show. All right, guys, we got a 
whole week of work to get through, and I hope everyone survives. Don't get angry at anyone unnecessarily. Try and keep you cool. Love one another. Yeah, you sound real cool right now, Joe. Yeah. Peace, man. <laughs> yeah, shut up. But seriously, I love you. Love your fellow man. Be respectful. Don't be a D-bag. Okay? Fat guy loves cake. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Bright and early for your listening pleasure. You can contact me at fatguylovescake at yahoo.com. I love getting mail. And since I'm on such an 80s kick, let's end with an 80s song. See you Wednesday.
Give him your wallet. What for? He's got a knife. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife.